just peace. And so that's what we're talking about. And today, I believe that some of you in this very room, just like the first service, needs peace. And I'm talking about a peace that passes understanding. I'm talking about a peace that you can lay down your head at night and relax and have good sleep. I'm talking about a peace like a little baby that lays on a daddy's chest at nighttime whenever it's time to go to bed or in the afternoon when he's taking an afternoon nap and you see how peaceful that child is. I believe there's turmoil in your lives today. And I believe, I believe here today, this is going to be the time. This is going to be the moment today that you're finally going to get peace. Today we had somebody say, bring anxiety during the first blessed so everyone wants peace right everybody wants peace i don't care if you're the president of the united states you're sitting down with world leaders you're wanting peace you know if you're a businessman sitting in your office you want peace if i don't care if you're working at mcdonald's and you're you're working the fry rack you want peace there because it's just hard and it gets stressful you know if you're a family and you you, you want peace in your family if you're if you're a family person you know, if, if, you, if you have a child and you have a small child, you just, sometimes you just want peace at nighttime so you don't have to get up every, every 30 minutes for that streaming child. You want, you know, you, you, at school, you, you want peace. You, at home you, want, home, you want peace in your home. Everybody wants peace wherever we're at. But it seems like we talk about peace, we want peace, but it seems like just there is no peace. Not like we really want. You know, we live, you know, it's like Jeremiah said, that they cry, peace, peace, there was, but there is no peace. I feel like in our society today, that's where we're at. But the thing is, it's today, I have the answer for that. If you feel like there is no peace in your life today, I'm going to give you in the next, next 30 minutes or so, I'm going to give you the answer. And then after that 30 minutes, you can come down here and you can receive that very peace you are searching for. That your whole, your whole world may be in turmoil right now, but peace is here for you today. You are not here by accident. You didn't decide that you were coming to church today. God led you here. Because I have a word for you. We're in our comfortable homes. Our big, big homes. You know, 100, 200, $300,000, however big a house you got. Maybe a half a million, who knows. But regardless of the big, comfortable homes, there's still domestic violence in the houses. Our cities are big in, in fortitude. And regardless of how big our cities are, we still have crime like crazy. Street, the streets are unsafe. We have the, 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 some great communication technology that, that, that works for us and against us. But in the midst of all that tech, communication technology, there, there's so, so many ways to communicate with one another, but nobody communicates. There's always misunderstanding. In churches, we have churches that are full of stress and heartache and fights and disagreements and divisions. It seems like no matter where you're at, there is no peace. But Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7 says, it tells us what to do. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And we can stop right there, as I said in the first service, and just go home with the truth of God and our lives should be changed. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Then it goes on and says, tell God what you need. So that right there, people wonder, well, how do, I, how do I pray? Well, he just said it. Tell God what you need. That's how you pray. Tell God how, what you need and thank him for what he's done. That's how you pray. God, here's what I need, and I thank you for what you've done. It says, then you will experience God's peace, 
which exceeds anything you can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So we, we got to quit worrying and start praying. That's the answer. We could, that's my message. Quit worrying and start praying. That's, that's the word of God. That's thus saith the word of God. That's your answer. We're worrying and when we should be praying. John 16, says, I've told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have troubles and trials, but take heart because I have overcome the world. We're going to have stuff we go through. We're going to have tribulation. We're going to have trials. But God says, but if you go through turmoil and anxiety, that's your own fault. Because I've overcome the world and I have there's peace in me. And all you got to do is come to me, pray, quit worrying and come to me and pray and get in my presence and you'll have the peace that you need. You know, so where do we go for peace? We, we go for vacation. We go to vacation um, for our peace. We're like, hey, I need a break. I need to get away. I need to go on vacation. So we go to Disney World. And, and we go down there and we get up, we get up at, at, at 6 o'clock in the morning and we go to 11 at midnight, 11 or 12 at midnight. Planning the whole time. And there's no peace because we're running from here to there trying to see everything and see all the, all, all, everybody and, and ride all the rides and do all this stuff. You're in, you're in an hour and a half line, two hour line. You're, you're upset because you only got 30 minutes till your fast pass comes on at the next place. You're still stuck in line here and you get stressful and you're at Disney World, the happiest place on earth. You go to the beach. Well, I, I just need some peace. I need to go to the beach, which to me, be, the beach at, at <coughs> any time is beautiful. And I just, there's something about just sitting there, and it can be pitch black, no moon. And I, can, I just need to hear the waves crashing. It's just so beautiful and peaceful to me. But you go to the beach for some peace. And you sit there, and you're trying, you got your suntan lotion on, you're, you're all nice and oiled up, and you're trying to get a suntan, and you're just trying to get a little bit of peace, and... And, and all of a sudden, the little kid next to you is building a, 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 a sandcastle, and he runs through the water and kicks sand all on, all on your, your oil, and you get sand all on you, and you can't, you can't get it off. And, and, and it's not a peaceful situation. You go to the park, and you sit there in the park, and you're sitting there, and you, you, put, you have a little picnic at the park, just trying to be peaceful at the park with your family. And, and you sit there, and you open, you, you're sitting there, and you realize that you're sitting in a, in, a, in, in a bed of ants and just eating up all your sandwiches and just all your food, and just everywhere you get, there's no peace. There's nowhere to, we look, we look, we're looking for places. Okay, let me go ahead and give you a little, another little nugget here. We're looking for all these places to find peace. Vacation. Mom's house, dad's house, the beach, the here, there, the mountains. I try to get away and find peace. When God himself says, I am peace. Peace is not a destination. Peace is a person. God is the prince of peace. He is the peace speaker. We're going to, to, to the wrong places. We're, we're, we worry because we're not, we, and we try to have peace. We try to do things to create peace, but we, we, we don't have peace because we're not going to the peace speaker. So, there's two types of peace. One is a spiritual peace, which is peace with God. Romans 5 and 1. Therefore, since we've been um, declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. If we're going to have pe the peace of God, then you've got to have peace with God first. You, 
you know, it, it's sad to say, and, and people don't want to say it because well, that's going to hurt somebody's feelings, but it's the truth. If you're not saved, there's only a certain level of peace you're ever going to be able to attain anyway. Because you, the peace comes from God, and if you don't have God in your life as your Father, then the, the true peace of God is never going to come to you. You're going to constantly be in a place of turmoil and a, and a place of unrest. You have to have the peace with God first, and then you can have the peace of God. There was, a, there was a man that, that um, went to the doctor and said, Doc, I want you to help me. I'm, I'm, I'm a mess. I'm, all, I'm just all plain run down. My, my business is messed up. My house is messed up. My troubles are messed up at home. Everything's out of disarray. I'm just run down. And the, and the doctor looked at him and did, a, did an overview of him and you know, did his little test and said, So you're, you're not run down. You're too wound up. And you've got so much going on. That you're just so wound up. And, and he said, well, give me something to slow down then, Doc. He said, well, what do you want me to give you? He said, give me tranquilizers. You know, give me, give me tranquilizers. Give me some kind of medicine. Give me some morphine. Give me something that can calm me down and, and, and help me. And help me um, not be this way. The doctor said, well, okay, so I, I'll, give you, I'll give you something. So he wrote a prescription for him. He wrote it down. And the guy went to the, to the, to, to the pharmacist. And the pharmacist said, sir, I, I don't have this prescription. I don't have it. Well, where can I go to get it? Well, at home. He said, what do you mean? And he looked at the prescription, and, and on the prescription it said, take three doses of Romans 5.1 every day. And so he, looked, he went home and read Romans 5.1, and it says, therefore, since we have been made right with God, we, we're, we're Christians, in God's sight, by faith, we have peace with God because of what um, our Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done. And so the man called the doctor and says, what in the world is wrong? Why, why did you do this? He said, because your problem, sir, is not physical, it's spiritual. Right. See, there, w w things happen in our life that cause us to have physical manifestations of, of issues. When most of the time, it is a spiritual situation that causes that. We don't have peace in our hearts. We don't have peace of mind. And, 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 and that causes us to be anxiety and fear, and it causes our digestive system to mess up. It causes us to have headaches. It causes us to have fever. So many problems, so much sickness in our life is not sickness. It is sickness, the, the symptoms of sickness, but it's really a spiritual situation in our life that we haven't dealt with and allowed God to bring peace to. But we want to go to the doctor and get all this medicine to fix us. <coughs> like me, I've been... <coughs> coughing for four weeks, and I've been to the doctor a thousand times, and 75 copays, and 12 days of prednisone, and I'm still coughing. I want some peace from this cough. <laughs> you can't catch it. It's, a, it's an asthma cough. <coughs> so, but anyway, I've, I've inhaled something, and I'm praying that I can exhale it today. But, but so, so the, the personal peace, you can only receive from the prince. <coughs> Excuse me, Facebook. I know it is. It's probably blowing you all up up there with me coughing so, so closely to it. <coughs> I have a, after I have a little fit, it'll go away. But anyway, thank you for your prayers. But anyway, we have to receive the Prince of Peace in our life and believe that Jesus Christ died on a cross for us. We need Christ in our life. We have to be saved to get the ultimate peace that we need. If you're not saved, you, I'm just sorry. I hate it for you. I want you to get saved so you can have that peace. But it's, it's, it's a choice. You can live with the turmoil or you can turn your life to Christ. Okay, and then there's emotional peace. The, the emotional peace of God is the peace of God. That's the peace that we're looking for, that emotional peace. 
We have to have the peace with God before we can experience the peace of God, the emotional peace. 1 Corinthians 14.33 says, Since God is not a God of disorder, but a God of peace. God is not like disorder. He's not about disorder. He's about peace. It's coming together, fitting together well, and being a, a God of order. And whenever, whenever, and whenever things are in order, God is at peace, and we are at peace. And whenever we have Christ in our life, and we have that peace in our life, we can go through and face death. We can have a family member that dies. We can have children that got sick. We can have bills that's unpaid. We can lose our job. We can, we can, we can get in a car wreck. We can have, have somebody slow down at 25 miles per hour in front of us on a highway, and we still can be at peace. I, find, I, I can find peace in all that but that last situation, and I'm struggling. And I'm going, I got to go to, to, to our main campus today for the celebration services that you can watch online if you go to kingdomlife.com and you can go to the Chesapeake campus and you can watch the celebration services, kind of like a revival tonight and until Wednesday night. But, but I, I, find, I find it hard that peace is, is fine, it's hard to trust God, you know, whenever that man slamming on brakes in front of me. You know, I don't want to trust God, I want to trust myself and handle it, but, but we, we got to, in all those situations, we can have peace. Peace is not the absence of conflict, but the ability to cope with the conflict and frustrations of life. Peace is not saying you don't have conflict. It's allowing the conflicts to happen, but having this special peace, being in the presence of God in our lives. A psychologist, I mean, a psychiatrist, a psychologist is someone who counsels you. A psychiatrist is one who counsels you and gives you prescription medication. And a psychiatrist was quoted in the newspaper saying, I cannot improve on the Apostle Paul's prescription for worry. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Don't worry about every, anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition. Petition is asking. With thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses every thought, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So many times we look for different places to have peace. And, and the psychiatrist said, look here, the greatest thing for peace is not to worry, just to trust God and pray. The answer to worry is prayer. Colossians 3.15, And let the peace of the Messiah, to which you were also called in one body, control your hearts. Be thankful. And right there in that, that scripture right there where it says um, to control your hearts or rule your hearts in King James, that, that actually means to umpire. And it's really the only place it says that in the scripture. And it's talking about to rule your hearts or control your heart to umpire. What does an umpire do? In a ball game, he keeps peace, right? He says, hey, that was an out. Hey, that was a strike. That was a ball. That was a foul. And, oh, coach, you want to get up in my face? You're out of here. You know, I'm not dealing with that. You're done, son. Go away. You know, and so, so that's what an umpire does. So we got to allow God to rule our lives and control our lives and umpire our lives and say, hey, this is right, this is wrong. Listen to me, trust me. You know, when they have a question, when it comes a question about a ruling, you go to the umpire and say, what does the rule book say, umpire? And so we got to go to God and say, God, what does your word say about it? See, peace of God is about his saviorhood, his ability to save us, his deity, his ability to, 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 for us to be Christians. The peace of God is about his, loyal, his loyalty, his, his majesty, who he is. So how, how, do we, how do we maintain this peace? Romans 14, 19. So then, we must pursue what promotes peace and harmony and, um, and what builds up one another. We should pursue 
peace and harmony. We should pursue peace and harmony. How, where do you pursue peace and harmony at? The Word of God, prayer, church, good relationships, good fellowships, good friendships. All these things promote peace and harmony. And when we have an opportunity to be disharmonized or to not have peace, we need to check ourselves and say, this is a moment where I need to promote peace rather than to promote an attitude. But we're quick to, to have a situation, and because we're not at peace, we want to project out an attitude and, and cause more disorder. And God, God's like, okay, I'm out. Let me know when you're done. If we want peace, number one, we have to obey God's word. Psalms 119, 165, and 167 says, Abundant peace, abundant peace, lots of peace, a whole lot of peace, okay? Abundance. Abundance peace belongs to those who love your instruction. This is his instruction. Nothing makes them stumble. I obey your decrees and love them greatly. So if you want peace, one of the things you've got to do is obey and love the word of God and the instruction in the word of God. You know, and it, this, is, this is our manual. If you have a car, some of you ladies probably don't know there's a car manual in your car. You know, you, y'all, y'all just, it's over there in the glove box. You don't worry about it. You get your husband to do it. And that's fine. But in that manual, it tells you how to keep your car at peace. It tells you you need to change your oil every so often. Or if you don't change your oil, your car is not going to be at peace. You're going to hear a, a knocking, right? And it's going to mess your engine up. And it can blow your engine up, you know? So there's a, there's, there is peace in, in that manual. It tells you how to keep your, the, the vehicle at peace. This tells you how to keep our vehicle at peace. It tells you how to allow the oil to flow. It tells you when you need to change oil. It tells you what to do, how to do it, when you need, how many times. It tells you everything we need to know in here about our life, how we need to live for the, the, the peace of our life to happen. God's Word is our own owner manual. It talks about finances in here. It talks about family. It talks about friendship. It talks about heartache. It talks about divorce. It talks about death. It talks about life. It talks about marriage. It talks about hurt. It talks about heartache. It talks about every single thing that you can do. It talks about sin. It talks about the future. It talks about eternity. But if we don't obey the principles in here, then we can never experience the peace of God. Number two, if we want peace, we must focus on God's presence. This is so, 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 so important right here. We must realize that God is always with us, and we need to practice the presence of God. Matter of fact, in Isaiah, Isaiah it says, gaze on God. <coughs> Second, Second Thessalonians 3.16 says, Now may the Lord of peace, the Lord of peace, Give you his peace at all times and every situation. The Lord be with you all. And so if you want the peace of God, you've got to realize that you've got to ask, pray to the Lord of peace for it. And it says at all times and every situation. There shouldn't be a time that we're not able to walk in peace. Because God says that I'll give you peace at all times and every situation. But when we turn from the Prince of Peace, the peace speaker, to say, oh, God, what am I going to do? See, worry is the opposite of faith. And you can't worry. You, you can, it is impossible to worry and have peace at the same time. You can't worry and have peace. That's, that's, that's it's like, it, you can't. And so we have to be in God's presence. Every, uh, peace in all situations, in every situation, 
The Lord be with you all. We have a choice of either focusing on our problems or focusing on God, the solution of our problems. See, if we look at the world, we're going to be distressed. And if we look within ourselves, we're going to end up being depressed. But when we look to God, we can be at rest and peace. You, it's what you concentrate on. It's what's going to bring you your level of peace or stress. Number three, if we want God's peace, we must trust God's purposes. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. God, it don't look, it don't matter what it looks like. That's my understanding is how it looks. But God, it's just not adding up. It don't matter. I don't, I don't do your math. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My math is not your math. I know there's no money in the bank, but don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of it. It's going to come in. It's going to fit. I'm going to work it out. Yeah, but God, but they, but I've got them. You worry, don't worry about them. Don't worry about your own understanding. Don't worry about what it looks like. They're going to turn around. But God, my child, it don't matter. They're going to get saved. Just give me some time. I'm not finished with them yet. Just like I'm not finished with you. You know, we got to understand that we got to trust God and lean not to our own understanding. Our own understanding destroys us. Our own understanding causes us to, you know, somebody the other day said something about, well, I just wish I could understand like God. I was like, well, if, you if your thoughts were like God's thoughts and your ways were his ways, then I'd bow down to you because you'd be God. And we wouldn't need him. But see, that's, that's what it is. got to understand we're not going to figure everything out on earth. It's not going to change everything. You know, we got to be, you know... Worry is, is so, so, so poisonous to us. There was a man, I, uh, uh, I think it was John Gray was with somebody, and he said that he had a friend of his that was in his car. They were out of town preaching somewhere, and the man got a phone call and said, Oh, no. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. That's horrible. That's awful. Oh, Jesus. Okay, well, all right. All right. Okay, thank you. Well, all right. Thank you. And he hung up and didn't say nothing about it. And, and the John Gray, whoever was, was with him, said, so what, what was that about? He said, man, the, the, water, the water main busted at the church, flooded the church, the floor's messed up, the walls are messed up, they got to do some sheetrock and stuff. He's like, oh, my gosh, well, well what do you want to do then? He said, I want to go get some grapes from the gr grocery store. He said, what? He said, I want to get some grapes from the grocery store. He said, you don't want to go home? He said, no. He said, well, why not? He says, I can't, I can't change that. That's already happened. They're there fixing it. By me being there worrying about it, it's not going to change anything. But what I do, want some grapes. He said, I'm going to leave it to God. It's, it's fine. I can't, I, can't, I can't worry about that. I, I'm here. I'm doing this right now. If I worry about that, it's going to mess up what I'm doing right now. And so John's like, well, hey, I think I'll have some grapes with you. So they went and both got big, two big old things of grapes. But so, so when you start worrying about something and you got, some, you got a task that God's got in your life, whatever that task is that you're doing, work, family, whatever, and you start worrying about something else, it will infect and poison the situation that you're in. The, the, you, may even have, you may even have peace about this, but your worry about something else can cause disorder in every part of your life. Your family, your friends, your job, everything, your body, and so on and so on. A lot of things don't make sense, but things are beyond our control. And when things are beyond our control, it is stupid to worry about it. Because nothing changes. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to benefit you. It's not going to benefit nobody. At that point, it's a perfect time to say, God, I trust you. I'm not going to worry. I trust you. We have to do that. Isaiah 26 and 3 says, you will keep in 
perfect peace. Perfect peace. Who, who are you going to keep in perfect peace? Those who trust you and whose thoughts are fixed on you. So I can be in perfect peace in all situations, in all circumstances. I can be at perfect peace if I'm fixed on God and I trust him. I guess I hope you see this thread. My whole point today is trying to let you know is that you can walk in peace. That you don't have to worry all the time. That worrying is something that we choose to do or choose not to do. And we act like it's, this stuff is so overwhelming. As you know, 80% of the stuff we worry about, we can't change. Or nine, I don't know the statistic. I forget what it is. I don't, I don't want to make up nothing. But it's a crazy 80 or 90%. There's nothing we can do about it. Or I think it's 80%. There's nothing we can do. 10, or 80% never changes it. 10%, whatever it is. Ain't nothing we can do about it. It ain't going to change nothing. It ain't going to make it no better. All right? But God can keep us in perfect peace if we trust him and we are fixed on him you know we need to come to the face of fact that we're not going to have all the answers we have to quit trying to figure it all out and say god i just give it to you our life i mean god allows us the privilege really to put a lot of pressure on him cast your cares on me I'll keep, just give it to me. Cast, when you cast something, that, that scripture says, cast your cares upon me for I care for you. Casting is a violent, a violent thing. It's not tossing like, oh, there you go, Jesus. You know, when you take a, when you take a net, Rayford, you take a net and you cast it, man, you got to chunk that thing. It's, it's violent. We got to give, gotta give, give it all to God. And say, God, I, I want to walk in this peace. And, and you give me this, you know, I want to put a lot of pressure on you, God. God can handle the pressure. And he said, really, all I want you to do, I want you to walk around in perfect peace in every situation at all times. I want you to walk around in peace. Then why are we as a Christian church, Christian nation, where everybody, everybody around, why are we always walking around wringing our hands? Because we're not going to the Prince of Peace. We're not casting our cares. We're not trusting in the Lord. We choose to walk around like this. If we want God's peace, we need to ask for it. It's the third time I'm reading the scripture, I understand, but I'm trying to, trying to get this point in there. Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, we need to ask for it. Petition with thanksgiving. So we need to let our requests make known to God. So God says, if you want peace, you need to ask me for it. Pray for it. Be in my presence. First prayer, and then peace. Prayer, and then peace. If you're not praying, then you're worrying. Worry is a useless emotion. It does nothing. It's idle. Worry is the opposite, of, uh, opposite of, of peace. Worry and peace cannot coexist with one another. Don, if you can come. We need to make sure, first off, that we are walking with God. That God is in our life. That God is there. And we'll, we will have that lasting peace that he, that he says we can have. I, I, yeah, I was sitting there yesterday, and I was like, God, can you give me a visual? I'm a visual person. Can you give me a visual of what perfect peace is? That, what perfect peace is? And, and I felt like, I, felt like I, 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 I saw myself standing in the center of the eye of a hurricane. And, I, and, and God was like, I saw that picture, and he said, stay there till the storm goes away. Okay, so if you look at a hurricane, the, you know, you, the hurricane comes... And it destroys everything. 
But there's an eye of the storm that's extremely peaceful. Okay? Now, now you, in, in the eye of the storm, you can see things being destroyed all around you. You can see the wind blowing. You can see this stuff. You know, but, but right where you're at, it's just peaceful. You know, before the eye and after the eye, it's, it's just devastation. You still can see the effects of what happened. But God said, even though the storm is raging around you, even though hell has taken place on earth all around you, things are being destroyed, things are being demolished, winds, whatever, all this stuff's happening, you stay in the eye of the storm with me in peace, in perfect peace until the storm subsides. Now, when the storm subsides, you're going to have to walk out on the rubble. You're going to have to walk across some, 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 some broken things. You're going to have to go out and be affected by the storm at that point, the effects of the storm, not the storm itself. So God says, when a storm comes, go to the eye, which is him, the, the perfect peace, the, the, the peace speaker, and stand right there with me and just trust me to handle everything that's going on around you until the storm dissipates. And then I'll help you deal with the effects of the storm in your life. Hallelujah. Reside in the center of the hurricane, of the eye of the storm until the storm subsides. What's robbing you of your, of your, of, of your peace today? Is it forgiveness? Is it guilt? Is it worry? Is it job change? Is it sickness? Is it finances? Is it a surgery? Is it your health? Is it a difficult person? What is it in your life that is causing you to have lack of peace? Find out what that is and cast your cares on God and stand in His perfect peace in the center of the storm in all circumstances at all times and allow the peace of God to come on you. You do not have to worry. That is a choice. You do not have to walk around in fear. I don't care what kind of storm you're in. I don't care what's going on in your life. I don't care how bad it looks. God says, I got you. God wants you to come up and hug you and just lay your head in his chest and just lay down like that little baby. Just like, like, like you've seen that picture on Facebook of, of Katie and, and Matt's baby. Of, of the baby just laying there on, on, on Matt's chest. That was my favorite spot for, for both of my kids. I used to love to lay in my recliner and just lay, let the child just lay right here on my chest and i just take the most peaceful nap. And that child would lay there, but if you take that child off and you put them over there, they start fussing and crying. Why? Because when you're right here with the daddy or with the mommy, they're, they're in your presence and they feel that. Why does a baby immediately, when it comes out of the womb, it starts crying because see, it was nice and safe and cuddly in the, in, 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 in the womb because it was in the presence of the mama. And when you take that baby away from the presence of the mama, all of a sudden, there's turmoil, screaming and crying. See, our father is just like that. We, when we're in his presence, we're peaceful. and We can lay in his lap and we can just sleep. And he, he, I, I just want you to understand, the Bible says you can walk in peace. People don't understand when you walk in peace. And it's funny because people, people pull us out of peace. See, when someone dies and you say, well, how are you doing today? And you're like, I'm doing good today. God is my strength. They're like, well, are, you, are you okay? I mean, have you not mourned? 
Have you not, have you not dealt with a situation yet? People want you to scream and cry and holler and have this bad time and, and just mourn and just go crazy. People want that. They want you to experience worry and unpeace. When you're going through a hard time at work and you're like, everybody around is going crazy. And, well, aren't you worried about it? Yeah, I'm just giving it to God. Yeah, but, but, but man, this, the way he's treating you, the things that he's doing. Hey, I've got this, I've got, you got cancer. How, how are you doing? Man, I'm just, God, I'm just trusting God. Aren't you worried? I mean, you probably don't even sleep at night. I mean, you know what I'm saying? People try their best to pull you out of peace. People don't want, it's like people are uncomfortable when you're walking around in the peace of God. And you know what? It's going to be okay. I'm trusting God. That makes people uncomfortable. And it shouldn't because we all should be there. We should all want to be there. We should all want to be in peace. My point today is you don't have to worry. You don't have to walk around in turmoil. You can give it to God. Now, is it easy? No, it's, it's not easy as, I'm, as it sounds. You have to work at it. You have to cast your cares. You have to pray. You have to petition. But God is here for you today. And I don't care what kind of turmoil you're in today, where you're at, where your lack of peace is from. I know that today God could touch you. There are several people in this room right now that God's about to break peace crazy wide open in your life and he's just going to dump peace all on you and you're going to walk from this point forward out that door in peace. I don't know who you are, but I know you're here. There was some in the first service and, and, and there's some in, the, in this service as well. And I know God's about to do it. And I know you're tired of worry. I know you're tired of fear. I know you're tired of trying to figure it out. God, how are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? But when you're at perfect peace, why, when, where, how, it don't matter. Right? When you're at perfect peace, none of that matters. Why, when, where, you got it, God. When, when I'm on a vacation and, 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 and uh, we're, we're going somewhere and my dad's driving and I'm in the back seat or in the front seat, I just sit back and roll my I'm, I even go to sleep. I'm not worried because I trust my dad. I'm at peace because I know my dad knows what he's doing and where he's going. And if something happens, he's got it. But if I'm with my family and I'm driving, I'm the one that's in control. And I'm the one trying to keep everybody else at peace. When something happens, it starts raining. I'm like, hey, guys, it's okay. I got this. Hey, it's just, it's just a wreck up there. Don't worry. I'm the one keeping it. So God's the same way. He wants us to sit down beside him and just relax and just trust him with, with, with the journey. And today, your journey can change. Gina, would you come up and let's sing peace, peace, wonderful peace. And I just want you to ask God for this peace to come down, you know, flood over my spirit. And I love this song. It says, sweep over my spirit. Listen, listen to this next word in this song. Forever, I pray. Let's pray that today is a forever peace time for you. That you can walk in the peace of God forever.